All right. Good morning, contact family. Welcome to my living room. Uh, and let's uh, enjoy some time together as the church this morning. Um, our topic today, we're going to talk about seek first uh, from Matthew chapter six. We're going to be talking about our kingdom priorities for a little bit. Before we start, I want to pray. Uh, today has been declared a national day of prayer. And we want to be a prayerful people who are considering those around us, our church body, our government, our local officials, people from schools, all kinds of people. And so let's go before God in prayer real quick before we get going with our message. Father, we're so thankful for today. We're thankful for an opportunity to uh, do some form of worship together. God, we're so thankful for all of the faithful Christians around the world who are finding ways to praise you and to uh, meet in all of these new ways that are available due to technology. And God, we are thankful for the ways that you are watching over us and that you are still in control no matter what happens. And God, we want to pray special blessings on many people today. We want to pray for our government as they make decisions about what needs to be done to, to control the spread of this virus and the many other things that are going to be happening as well uh, due to that, and then just other things that have been going on anyway that aren't even connected to the virus. God, we pray that your hand would be in those things and that you would guide those. God, we want to pray for our local officials, that as they think about what's going on here in Tulsa County and in Oklahoma, that they would make wise choices, that they would make the right choices, that they would do uh, the best things they can to make sure everyone stays as safe as possible and we make good choices. God, we want to pray for the um, the people that work at the stores that are still open and that are still needing to go to their jobs and all the people that um, are taking care of, of others of us who who need to go to the places they work for, for the services they provide. God, I pray that you would watch over them and that you would keep them extremely safe um, and that you would, would keep them free of infection as we go and we get our masses of toilet paper and cleaning supplies and all those other things, God, that you would you would watch over them. God, we want to pray for our, our churches, uh, for all the congregations, and as they make choices to um, do what's the best they can to protect people and to be wise. God, I pray that your spirit would move through us and that you would help us to be the people of God in whatever is going on and that you would help us to be uh, people that reflect Jesus and Jesus' priorities in this world. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for um, the contact family and for our church community. God, we're so thankful for so many people who are, are part of um, our family. And God, we pray that you would watch over them and protect them and keep them safe. God, as we um, have this little sermon today, I pray that it would be something meaningful and that your hand would be in it. God, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're talking about seek first. Uh, this is really odd. It's it's always a little nerve-wracking to come in front of the body and preach. It's really weird to preach while I'm staring at my own face on the computer and I don't have any audience in front of me. So this is really, really bizarre. Uh, but it's going to be good, and we're going to adjust to that because it looks like there's going to be a little while where this is happening, and so it's, it's going to be awesome. So let's read, uh, before anything else, this passage from Matthew chapter 6. And actually, I said before anything else, before we read the passage, I want to uh, do a little bit of qualifying. You guys, a lot of you know my wife is a child psychologist, 
And so I am definitely someone who is pro-mental health. We're going to be talking about worry and anxiety uh, today a lot in the sermon. And there are levels of that. There is um, kind of what I would call more of a general worry and anxiety that almost everyone gets. And that's really what I think that this passage is talking about. When we talk about a more significant level, what we call clinical anxiety, clinical depression, clinical things that are so much so that they are where you can't do anything else and where there's all these things that are invading your mind all the time. I do believe in mental health and I believe in going and visiting someone who can help with those things. Um, so this this is talking to that, but it's also uh, it's more so, I think, talking to what everyone feels as general worry. And so we want to talk about that for a little bit today as we talk about where we are today with uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus, uh, and as we are a people who don't want to be people of worry primarily. All right, so let's read this passage from Matthew chapter 6. Jesus says, this is what I tell you, uh, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in the barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows you need them. This is a big one. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Some translations seek first the kingdom and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So I'm going to look at this, this verse 33 for a second. And worry, uh, a year and a half ago, we watched some videos that Tony Evans did out of Dallas. And he talked about worry and anxiety as as meditating on what's bad as opposed to meditating on what's good. Meditation is this, this what we think about all day long. What's in our head? What are we letting come in? What are we letting take over our thoughts? And worry is when we let these other things take over that we don't need as much. And so Jesus' answer to this is, yeah, there's stuff that you need, and God knows that you need them. And, and God wants to be someone who provides for you. But what are you going to be thinking about? Are you going to be thinking about your next meal all day? Are you going to be thinking about all these other things, or are you going to think about the kingdom? And I think that that's what the seek word means here, is it's, it's seek, it's pursue, it's what's in your thoughts, what's in your heart, what are you, what are you after all day long? And, and Jesus says the kingdom of God above everything else, and then living righteously. These are the things that God asks of us. So as we, as we think about that, we want to think about what our kingdom priorities are right now. Um, these are always our priorities, but we want to process this a little bit. What does it mean to seek the kingdom. What does it mean today as we have this coronavirus, as we have uh, choices we've got to make? What, what does it mean to seek the kingdom? So here's what Jesus says in another passage. When a uh, teacher of the law asks him what the most important commandment is, Jesus says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. One says mind, one says mind and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. These are two sides of the same coin. These are these are two things. You show God that you love him by how you love your neighbor. 
and you love your neighbor, which shows that you love God. And back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And so as, uh, and Jesus finishes that with saying, the whole law and prophets hang on these two commands. So this is a good summary of, of everything that has been before in teaching. And so it's still something that's really good for us to use and to consider. And this is this is kind of the top top command, according to Jesus, of what we're to do. So as we seek the kingdom, okay, we want to love God. Um, when we want to do things that love God. So this is so many things, prayer, this is reading our Bibles, this is uh, the things that are, are showing worship, but they're also shown by how we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So let's talk about how do we love ourselves. Uh, when we're sick, what do we want to do? Well, we want to rest and we want to get well. Uh, when we are uh, at risk or vulnerable for things, we want to be protected we want people to watch out for us. We want people to make good choices around us. So right now, in this moment, what's our kingdom priority as the church? And man, are we blessed. Think about how blessed we are. You guys can be on Facebook. We can all be on Facebook together. We can call each other. We have so many means of technology that let us connect together without having to be physically with each other. And I know there's really no substitute for physical togetherness. And so we don't want this to be the situation forever. But it's such a blessing that right now we have the opportunity to connect and to meet together in so many different ways uh, than, than just being in person. And we're not totally isolated from each other without that. So right now, I think that the big way we read this passage and the big kingdom priority then is to love my neighbor as myself. I need to be thinking about the most vulnerable in my community and say, how are the choices I'm making today affecting them? And we can make choices that say, oh, it's going to be fine because I'm young or whatever, but but I might be young, but not everyone around me is young. And so we want to consider others before we consider ourselves. And that's that's a challenging thing to do, but I think it's a really important thing that we want to focus on right now. So that's your kingdom priority. I want to read another passage. This is one that you've probably seen posted a bunch of places. It's a great one for right now. Uh, from Philippians chapter 4. I like this in the the New Living because of the word consider it here in verse 5. So you'll see that in a second. It says, Philippians 4, 4 through 7, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming. Isn't that interesting that they translated it, let everyone see you're considerate in all you do? It's really important for us to be considerate of others. The Bible says so. Then the big one, uh, verse six, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Let me read that again. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So National Day of Prayer today. What are we doing? We want to pray. We want to bring these things before God. So I I wrote this little prayer. If you don't like it, then sorry. If you love it, then uh, copyright Jonathan Stein. JK, not really. Uh, not copyrighted. It's a prayer. Um, but this is our prayer against fear and prayer against worry and prayer that it goes with this. So um, you, you know, at Contact We Love, our acronyms where we use our, our letters from a word and do something. So uh, I use the letters in fear to to put this together. And I hope this is something that's going to be useful. It's nice and short. So let's pray this together. Uh, Father God, ease my worries. 
attune me to your will and release me for your kingdom. So Father God, ease my worries, attune me to your will and release me for your kingdom. Amen. Um, attune in case some of these words are, are a little archaic because I had to shoehorn some letters in. A tune is, you know, like a musical term where you're trying to get things to be on the right note. So we want God to, to shift how we're thinking to the right direction of his will. And then I picked the word release me for your kingdom because what we, what we want is we don't want to be captured by fear. We want to be freed to do the things that we need to that love others. Uh, whatever that might be in the situation. So Father God, ease my worries, attune me to your will and release me for your kingdom. One last thing I want to pray. I ran across this yesterday um, on Facebook. Uh, This woman in Seattle wrote this beautiful prayer um, that I want to read. Uh, Seattle, of course, being in Washington. Washington's had a lot of cases of coronavirus. And so in the midst of this, she wrote this prayer. And it's called the prayer for a pandemic. Her name was Cameron Bell. Um, I can't remember what her website was, uh, but I might post that later. Uh, so I'm going to read this to you guys and then, um, we'll pray one more time and then we will be released from this. All right. So prayer for a pandemic. May we who are merely inconvenienced, remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors, remember those most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home. Remember those who must choose between preserving their health or making their rent. May we who have the flexibility to care for our children when the schools close, remember those who have no options. May we who have to cancel our trips, remember those that have no safe place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the tumult of the economic market, remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle in for a quarantine at home, Remember those who have no home. As fear grips our country, let us choose love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us yet find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbors. Amen. I find that very appropriate for right now. And there are some of us who can stay home and there are some who can't. And there are some who have options and there are some who don't. And God, I pray that you show us ways to resolve these things and to be um, your servants in all of this. So let's pray one more time and uh, then we'll be dismissed. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for your love. God, help us to be your people in all of this. Father God, ease our worries, attune us to your will and release us for your kingdom. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, If you've got any prayer needs today, let us know. If you have any uh, other concerns, let us know uh, through Facebook, through phone calls, through whatever means. If you need communion delivered today, we're planning on going out around 1.30 to do that. Uh, we want to we wanna reach out and, and connect in a safe way with you guys so that you can be prepared for the coming weeks. If there's any other kind of needs you've got, let us know, and we'll do what we can with that. Um, keep watching Facebook for other things that are going to be coming up throughout this week. We're going to try to do some other things. Uh, and I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. Hope not. Uh, grace and peace, you guys. And I pray that this is a... Uh,
a good time for us to grow in our faith and grow in our reliance on God. Think souls, and I'll see you next time.